It is episode 80 of the Random Fandom with Brandon and, and Brandon. Brandon. Oh, sorry. Yep. I, was, I was waiting for a time to jump in. I wasn't sure. I was very unsure. We ha- haven't done this a lot lately, so I'm kind of like rusty. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I it, could tell. Yeah. I mean, just right away, I could tell you're not really good at Does this. Does Rust have a smell? Um, Does I knew Rust a have guy like an named, odor? I knew a guy named Russ. And he smelled? And he had a smell. Yeah. Well, I hate him, but hopefully he's listening to our 80th episode. 80. Whoa. Cool. Not really that important. But um, 80. That's a big deal. It's... It's a bigger deal than 79. That is a, that is a lot of hours of us sitting in this room talking about geek stuff like movies and video games and TV shows. And we're going to continue to do so today. We've got a full menu for you, all kinds of stuff. But uh, I want to say that 80 is special to me because that is the average age of the performers that Brandon likes to watch when he watches porn. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. And you also watch. Also, my IQ. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch more porn than I do since mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. But anytime before that, I gotcha. Oh, man. Yeah. Cool. I'm trying to catch up. Yeah, please do. And mustard. Hey, before we get into all the stuff we're going to talk about today, which includes... Well, we got a lot of topics. We got TV first. Mm. We're going to talk about a little bit about Mindhunters, a new... Well, we're not going to talk about Mindhunters because we are going to talk about Mindhunter. I meant to correct you before. Mindhunters oh. is our favorite movie with LL Cool J. Lights out. Oh, yeah. This is Mindhunter. I think you... I think you corrected me last time we talked about it. And you didn't care to listen. Nope, not at all. So cool. Mine Hunters Season 2 <laughs> Thank you. is Sorry on Netflix. Cool J. And uh, I'm about halfway through. You've finished it. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about that. Just give our quick thoughts. Same mm-hmm. with Dark Crystal. Oh, loving it. I, I'm kind of fresh in, but it's worth talking about. It's something totally it's different. It's worth watching. Therefore, it's worth talking about. Yeah. And then we're going to kick into movies where we both saw... A couple of scary movies. Like I said, we haven't recorded in a while, so yeah, we're retroactively catching up to some stuff old and new. New being It Chapter 2 just came out. We saw it opening weekend. And then a few weeks ago, we saw the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark Uh movie adaptation. We'll get into that. I think we're going to have differing opinions on most of it, and I'm okay with that. Just know that... mm, Yeah. If you... I know punching doesn't sound great on a podcast. But it feels divine. It does. Yeah, it really does. It does. And where is your dog? (laughs) He's downstairs. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. If you want to go punch him. Yeah, I do. And then lastly, we're going to talk about video games. What? Just just kind of, I mean, we've had a lot of time, and so we've been playing a lot of games. So let's just talk about what, we, what we're currently playing now. Again, old and new. I'll give you a hint. I'm gearing up mm. for some games, as you are too. Cool. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about all that. But yes, friends, it's time for your sponsor of sponsors of the day. These guys are making this possible. Are they real or not? Well, you be the judge. First of all... They're not real. Uh, well, that's true. Brandon, who's making this episode possible for us? Well, the first is Refurbished. Refurbished is a nursery that sells plants that once died and are now starting to come back to life. I th- I think I went there one time before. It's kind of... Is it like downtown? It kind of has a very, um, I don't know, green approach thing. Smells a little bit, if you know no, what I'm saying. No, no, no. That's Refurbished. Of- Reefer bushed. Reefer bushed. And you're saying Reefer bushed is not where I went, or is where I went. It sounds like you went to Reefer bushed. This is Reefer bushed. All right, so check out Reefer bushed and Reefer bushed. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> uh, it's green. Yeah. Go green. I'm Brandon Green. Hey. That's true. Yeah. Uh, second sponsor today. Oh boy, guys. I really, I'm really into art and uh, all types of different displays and museums. And I discovered this new one. It's a traveling exhibit. It's called the Traveling Museum of Bloody Stools. 
It's an exhibit of bloody stools used in legendary bar fights and some cases even used as murder weapons. Like uh, John Hancock of 1812 died in a bar. Guess what? Blunt force trauma from a bar stool. Hmm. And of course, there's a little blood spatter on the stools. So these collectors have taken all of these stools, bloody stools, and encased them for us to go look at. You can touch them in some cases, take pictures with them. I know you're super excited about this. Oh, I can tell right now. Bloody stools are like kind of my jam. It it did come to our local town. Yeah. And you got a chance to see it. So what, what... What did you see there? Like, well, when you what? go check out Blaze Stools, you're invited to mix it up. There's different colors, all kinds of different colors. There's uh, green ones. Some uh-huh. are a little more faded than others. Uh, brown ones, tan. Uh, I want to even say taupe. Yeah. Yeah. Taupe. Okay. Uh, some are even shit colored too, if you believe it or not. Wow, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's just kind of odd Yeah, like, to me. Like little chunks of nuts. Yeah, and there's different something. textures. There's different grains. There's different, different hardnesses. You know, if one was an outside stool versus one was an inside stool, some are softer so, than others. So the outside stools... Got soft? Yeah, a little weathered, a little soggy, you know. That's interesting. I, you know, yeah. I was checking out the website, and it looked really interesting. I, I did see a handful of stool samples that they had online. Some of the more popular ones to try to get you mm-hmm. in the door. Yeah, so like more I said, it's a traveling ones, yeah. traveling exhibit. Uh, go and mix it up. Get your hands on some bloody stools. It's a bloody good time. That's what a British person reviewer said. A British mm-hmm. person reviewer, a guy who reviews British people, is like, this British person was top notch. Uh, but <laughs> check it out. Top notch. Yeah. Uh, com for all your info. For needs. all your bloody stool needs. Yeah. All right. We have fun. We self-indulge a little bit. What should we start with today to get ourselves on the road? Let's go in order of what we kind of talked about at the top of the episode. Let's kick into television. So Mindhunter <laughs> on Netflix, uh, uh, season didn't take two, the bait. I'm about halfway through it. I, I really enjoyed season one. I'm also dating a therapist, so she's totally into the show. She digs the psychological stuff. What did you think? You finished it, right? Oh, yes. I tore through it pretty fast. Um, it's never... Well, it's too true to who David Fincher is, you know... He's most well-known for Seven. Seven was never about showing the murders. Seven was never about graphic on-screen. Is this David Fincher? I never knew that. Yeah. That is interesting. It's his show. He he directs, I think, like a couple episodes along the way. But yeah, it's his show. Huh. Yeah. From the mind of. Now, and is it was this a, a book that he written previously? No, it's actually based he... off a work of someone else. It's based off a book. Oh, based Which off is, of somebody else's book, and then David Fincher is putting it into a TV series. Okay. Yes. Okay, gotcha. It's his project for TV, so to speak. Okay. And it's so cool that it's based off a book, because that's the whole, really, plot point, the and, underline, is they're writing a manual, you know? Right, and based off of actual, real-life Some life n- not real, stories. some actually real. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed Kemper. Actually, I think I t- uh, mentioned this when we talked about this two years ago, because I think it was off last year. Uh, when we were re- reviewing season one, the tall guy who plays Ed Kemper, yeah, the co-ed yeah. killer, he was a uh, a graduate from a local high school here in our area of Sonoma Annally, County. Right? Yeah, Annalee. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, he and same guy who was uh, in um, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, yeah, guy, pretty legit. Although he He's was a cool ve- actor. Yeah, very minimized this season. He only shows up like once or twice, but. He demands uh, your attention when he's on screen. That's not what we're necessarily talking about, but just a cool little aside. I really like this show. I'm not going to spoil anything past where you are, but you, if you're about halfway through, you said? I'm about halfway through where I'm, I still really haven't figured out 
the crux of this whole season. Like, well, things are picking up soon. Th- but there's like they, they're interviewing a lot of different serial killers, and those are always very interesting fun. to watch. Yeah. And then there's the uh, the murders of the children in Alabama, and so Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Sorry, yeah. that's what I said. Alabama. So things are starting to pick up there where they're looking at that, and, and that's where I'm at right now. So to me, this season has more current going-ons than the first season did. Because the first season, you know, is basically just them getting to retroactively find out and profile the psychology of the killers. Mainly one killer. M- mostly, yeah. Now, With the intention of also, here's who we hope to interview. It was cool that they paid off the Manson because they mentioned Manson in the first season. And then, yeah. Uh, that woof, that guy was creepy cool. See, I don't. If they interviewed him in this season, I have not seen it. It was in episode four. So if you're halfway through, I'm like on episode four. Maybe I just haven't seen it. Okay. Well, wow. I'm not spoiling okay. anything because they 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 mention it in dialogue several times between yes. early parts of this season and last season. It's a cool thing. You'll see. Okay. Um. But anyways, I just really like this show, and I feel like this show at least has more to do with them currently profiling a case rather than you know already essentially not cold cases that's not the right word they're trying to solve cases versus just discover the the killers behind you'll see more and more of their involvement in atlanta as it's happening in real time and it comes to a pretty cool culmination of things where they're basically oh this whole profile that we've been doing with our partner wendy and the other guy that they don't really trust or like the Mm -hmm. guy that narked on them Mm -hmm. uh, and their new boss that's installed in Mm -hmm. quantico all kind of goes on the back burner as things in Atlanta start heating up. It's it's cool. Okay. You'll see. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to and seeing then the rest. It of just it. makes you wonder, like, wait, was that the killer? Wait, could that be the killer? Is that the killer? And uh, just the dynamic between Tench and Ford, a top notch. Yeah, they're so opposite as people, generations, um, lifestyle, and then the development really this season of uh, tension. His uh, adopted son Brian, and basically he has. Okay, so I'm right at the point where a creepy kid well okay i see i'm getting into spoilers but right where you find out some stuff about his kid it's a development yeah. uh it's a plot point for this uh season and so i really enjoy it i mean this is obviously i'm only a few episodes in you've finished it i think we could just easily say this is just a really good show it, it, it might be kind of stale for some people especially the well, people there's who never are... any action there's never any exactly like, it's all the accounts of something very disturbing but sometimes the accounts and people like reliving it so coldly and then just looking at it as if it's just words on paper and and showing no emotion that's more haunting than the actual act itself of like gruesome murders or something right. like that and we can talk about it more later on when we both finished it but i think this is a definite like must see yeah it, besides stranger things this has been my favorite netflix offering this really? season yeah or this year i don't think it i would categorize it as well actually oh, i just i favorite couldn't netflix, yeah that, that's about right i couldn't wait to get it done i was just like come on let's get another episode in my uh fiance and i have been watching uh the good place because season three came out and i know you haven't watched that which i really think you need to get into okay the good place is an absolute amazing show super funny and so season three recently came out we've been kind of Switching back and forth, like it just depends on like our mood. You know, if we're kind of in a in a serious mood, then we'll watch Mindhunters. If we're just in a Mindhunter. like Mindhunter, yep. If we're just in a like chill mood, we don't want to think too much. We'll watch The Good Place. Yeah, I got you. And so our TV watching is slower, of course. But yeah, well, you know, you're watching for two. I get it. There's one TV between the two of you, but you right. do have a cell phone, 
and you have locks on your doors. So just freaking disappear for like an hour and just I do watch ahead. But that's not what I watch when I do that. Oh, right. Going back to the eight year old. Right. So uh, Dark Crystal also came out. I'm only three episodes down and I am just loving it. I'm not a huge what they say mark for like the Dark Crystal. You know, it really was before my time. In fact, it was exactly on my time to share with you that literally cinematically released on my birthday year day everything even time it came out exactly like 11 14 p.m yeah maybe i was a jim henson production who knows oh yeah i should get my dna tested you should uh, help i need ah, money what if you came <laughs> this podcast out as a puppet off. i would hope that I would come out as a gelfling then because the skexies are bastards and assholes and uh anyways <laughs> yeah this show just reminds me of all the imagination that you can capture 36 years later and it doesn't rely completely on nostalgia but it very much is benefited it by it. It taps into it. Yeah, for it's been, sure. Oh, yeah. But I think if this was all we knew of the Dark Crystal before, like, the movie somehow, this would stand up on its own. It's, I don't know. I almost instantly like it more. Than the if, movie? See, I don't no, know. No, no, no. Oh. I was going to say than the movie. Okay. Um, then, you know, okay, so you have Lord of the Rings, right? Awesome. Untouchable. And then you had The Hobbit, which was still from the same guy and same company, but it was just never really the same and never really captured the, yeah. the feeling, even though you already knew the story going into it. This time, we don't know the story because this was never penned. They're, this is a new creation mm-hmm. going prequel, into, going in into the events of The Dark Crystal. But it has that, like, if I could hope for what The Hobbit's movies should have been, this feels like The Dark Crystal perspective to or this series feels like that perspective to the movie itself. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I mean, this I get is like what the prequel saying, of something big and epic and fantasy that I would really like want to get into. Yeah, and I'm liking it so See, far. See, my problem is though, I just don't remember the movie. Like, I don't remember it at all. So finish watching this season. And, and then, then go, go watch the movie, and, watch and then right. you'll be like, oh, cool, I see the connections, but yeah, I see it stands on yeah, its own. Yeah, because chronologically, then... Yeah, because I'm seeing that it's standing yeah. on its own so far. But, like, you know, you already know who the Skeksis are, and then that old witch lady who was charged with keeping guard of the crystal, but she was ultimately succumbed to its temptations in the, the Skeksis. And then the rest is kind of like, and here's a bunch of new characters. You know what they are, but you don't know who they are. I don't know what it is about this puppetry and the set design, which is amazing in this show... There's something about it that just made me happy. And it did take me back to that like late 80s, early 90s time, right? Where we were watching, you know, Muppets were everywhere and and Fraggle Rock and like movies like The Dark Crystal. And, mm-hmm. and it did kind of bring me back to that and it felt good. But I have to admit, halfway through the episode, the like... The puppetry almost like took me out of it. Like I don't know how else to say it. Like after puppetry a while, puppetry is not a common thing in 2019. But I respect that too because they're no, not just too. sprinkling in CGI. It has CGI here. I and guess there. I just expected like certain things, like when their mouths move, for example. It's very old school Jim Henson where the mouths will move up and down, but there's no other movement within the mouth, for example. Right, there's no distinction of like a vowel or something like that. And so, and I think about, while watching it, it made me think about Team America World Police. (laughs) Awesome. But in that movie, that was a part of what made it funny. Yeah. Was the puppetry. In this, the purpose is not to be funny because of the puppetry. Sure. But I can't help but feel like there's a little bit of brevity because of that. But I'm only one episode in. I do not know where the story is going. Well, yet. therefore, I see what you're saying, but because it does feel a little lighter, maybe on unintentionally so, but being true to itself, 
it's something you could still like watch with a, a kiddo or something like that. You yeah, know? no, totally. And you, yeah, I remember being genuinely afraid of the Skeksis. Oh yeah, they're just the, like, disgusting. The snotty one, one or just is, ugh. Uh, yeah, they're disgusting. gross. They're pretty gross. Stuff that haunts you in your dreams. Anyways, finished both seasons. Uh, I've already finished Mind Hunter season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am three or four episodes down on Dark Crystal, and I think within the next few recordings we can give a, a full review of uh, at least not one, one or both. Yeah. yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, why don't we jump into movies? Well, that was very lax on my part. Let me sound more excited. Yeah. Well, that was great. That was that was such a good conversation. Best one I we've had so this month. I am so excited now to go jump right into movies. Are you ready for this? I'm ready to do it. Is the musical cue ready? Yes. Movies. We've seen them. Have you? Oh, boy. Uh, we saw, like we mentioned off the top, both scary quotations kind of movies <laughs> yeah. scary inspired movies supposed to be scary movies uh let's start with scary stories to tell in the dark so this is a not much to tell let's do okay first of all we should say this is going to be a spoiler free review yeah because the scary stories to tell in the dark we want to kind of go light on it we want to just admittingly we both didn't think it was great no uh it's not a bigger movie so we're not going to spend too much time on it no it Chapter two, we'll spend a little bit more time on. And maybe some spoilers there. Yeah, We'll sure. see. We'll see what, what guides us, where the river flows. I don't know if we need... Well, okay. Anyway, so scary stories to tell in the dark. Hmm? First of all... Books are better. That's all. Did So did you read the books? Uh, I think like I, I had them all at some point. You know when you do... when if Yeah, you're like, like, don't get me wrong. RH, I had all the goosebumps and I read... Yeah, remember the old scholastic paper-thin book orders, too, that like were ridiculously overcharged and oh, shipping yeah. and handling. When you're like on a subscription service and yeah. they just send you a new one, you're like, yay! And I then think you're that's like, oh, where I... that cost me $20. I well, it cost my parents that. $20. Yeah, screw yeah. them. Yeah. My dad didn't pay child support. Um, but he bought you books. <laughs> yay! And, yeah, they just... I remember the illustrations mo- most. Interesting. And, like, the cover art. And this movie just didn't translate. It... It I, felt like it was just like really cool to start and then it just turned into a what is this? And then it just felt like a, like a PG, like 10 year old movie. Well, see, here's the thing. I feel like that this movie couldn't figure out who its audience was. Very much so. Because like, are we playing to people who were remembering this 30 plus years ago or are we trying to scare audiences right now? Because it felt like a kid's movie. It was faithfully it was surrounding done. Young kids, not, yeah. I mean, you know, teens, teens, I should say, I yeah. shouldn't say young kids. And they're just like your typical Goonies loser squad kind of yes. deal, like the Stranger Thing kids. Right. Like outcasts and the, there's this town jock bully. It was just very formulaic. Full of tropes, very stereotypical. And I feel like there was so much of it that felt like a sort of a early teens type of movie. Yeah. And, and something that can appeal to the kids. But then the monsters themselves were legitimately just goofy goofy but goofy but also way more gory than they should be for any sort of movie that is geared towards like the pg-13 audience oh yeah and so i felt like they were trying to go real scary but then also trying to appeal to a younger audience and it was like they couldn't figure it out and it made this this sort of a mess of a movie it was it felt more like a movie for like i don't know like junior high kids. Uh, I felt, but like just junior high kids. Yeah. Like where us 35-year-olds can't... Yeah, there's nothing for me to relate to. to and I think the appeal to someone 
our age would be like, oh yeah, I remember that story. Cool to see it. But I just remember actually thinking like, I wish they would have done this story. Or how come they didn't do this story? But then there's the potential. There's believe- a lot of stories though. That there are. It's hard and to I get squeeze them th- in. Like how many ever volumes with how many ever stories inside of each volume. But there's just some I'm like, ah, oh, they should have done that one instead. But there were some, yeah, there were some stories that were just kind of gross and not scary yeah. at all. And you, they could have easily changed some of that stuff around. And some it, even got like just kind of dumb. Like, the, oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. A lot of them were dumb. Yeah, just like, w- this isn't scary. Are you intentionally being funny or well, is that's this inadvertently thing. Are funny? Are you trying to be scary or are you trying to be campy? Because and you, you never really got the And sense. literally different monsters felt different. Yeah. At the same time, the kids, teenagers, truly died. Or they're gone. Supposedly. I bet they just like become part of the story and then like when they inevitably do a sequel, which no real spoiler, they... Said they I mean, didn't say, you could but tell they're trying. They're gonna try to do and this one. This is not yeah. a spoiler, but at the end, I mean, they kind of hint at a sequel. The, there's I mean, a catalyst very strongly. For, yeah, and so probably like when they defeat the evil ghost writer thing that's writing this book. I didn't get that either. Um, then they'll come back to life or something like that. They are like sucked up by the story. You know what it just reminded me of? It was just like basically almost followed the formula of the Goosebumps movie, just with a little blood and yeah. violence. But Goosebumps was way better. <laughs> it was. Well, and and how often do we see a movie where... Or, Based on or anthologies story, trying to do one centralized story. So well, you have a bunch of things converging together. What I was going to say, and, and it lends itself to what you're saying, but what I was going to say is how often do we see some sort of story where there's you know stories that are creating real-life monsters. And wreaking havoc in, in reality. In I mean, we've our seen timeline. it done a lot. A lot. And we've seen it done very recently with the Goosebumps. Yep. So, so this movie was just ultimately forgettable. It wasn't ever I was I didn't like have a bad time watching. No, it. I was never was like, oh, this is trash. But I was just like, this isn't for me. Me too. Yeah, me too. I kind of wanted my money back. You know, I I'd never been the guy to ask for a refund. I I would never. That's that's lame. Hey, you know what? Buyer beware. But like, if that's a like kind of like a barometer, like, did I enjoy this or not? I wish I would have just saved my money in right. retrospect. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But I mean, you never know until you go see it. Give me a, a takeaway word, thought, grade, number, letter, symbol. Give me a symbol. I mean, I'd, I'd give it like a 5.5. Yeah. Just, it's it, it's gonna it's totally forgettable. I will not talk about it beyond this conversation right here. Word. But I didn't have a horrible time watching it. Okay. There, there are movies that I've seen, Hereditary, for example, just comes to my mind, where I'm actively hating the fact that I'm sitting there watching it. Yeah. Like you're looking for the exit. Come on, Chris, yes. hurry the hell up. Yeah, exactly. In this case, I, I didn't feel that. So Okay. You? Yeah. I, 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 I'll be right there with you. It's just right split dead in the middle of like whatever one to 10 scale. So yeah, a five and ultimately not anything I remember. Not to spoil how I felt about it. Chapter two, which we're going to talk about here in a second, but I will just say as a horror movie fan, as a guy who likes scary movies, this has been a really rough year for mainstream scary movies between, you know, pet cemetery, which was a bomb, uh, that midsummer, which was, which was trash. I ended up seeing it with my brother. Not Why? Even, yeah, just Why? A curiosity, curiosity factor, trash movie. Of course it is. Um, and just for other reasons, it's just not been a good year for scary movies. So on that note, you're getting on that. Yeah, you're getting into the topic of it. So why don't we kick into what we're actually making our topic of the week, which is going to be let's just say spoiler. Can we find another thing to say other than kicking into? Because I just feel like a large portion of our listening Punching? 
can we punch I, into hold it? Hold on, hold on. I'm going to tell you why, though. I feel like a large portion of our two people that listen mm-hmm. are legless. Oh, no. And we want to be sensitive to them. So how about we we roll... <laughs> we stride. Let's roll into the topic of the week. Our topic of the week is It Chapter 2. Here you go. It Chapter 2. You, for whatever reason, never saw It Chapter 1. Until... Until the morning of... No, well, yes. So, so I saw half the movie the night before, uh-huh. and then I saw the other half of the movie the next morning. Right. And then we saw It Chapter 2 in the evening. And it was great, because I had it so fresh on my mind. Fair enough. And so, and, and this is where you and I are sort of differ... Because you really liked it, Chapter One. I really and so did. did. I did. Um, I'm not a huge fan of horror flicks, mm-hmm. but I think that this was a, this is so mainstream though. It like really yeah. doesn't feel like you're, you're. It's not a normal horror movie. No, it really isn't. It, it's as evidenced by the fact that it's making huge money. You know, typically right. horror doesn't, horror movies generally yeah. horror movies generally have a very low budget and make a little bit over that. Yeah. Whereas this had a much bigger budget and probably made quite a bit. A lot. Um, but number two, I think we can both agree is not as good as the first it one. It is a step down and it will inherently have to be for anyone who remembers the old, you know, uh, early nineties adaptation. Um, you remember it for the, the rain gutter, um, rain gutter, the, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah the gutter. Yeah. The gutter scene. You remember it for the balloons. Yeah. You remember it for the first time he pops up. Uh, you know, in certain aspects, remember the uh, the bloody faucet scene. When you think of it in totality, chapter two, second half, whatever you want to call it, is just inherently less fun because it's you already know what it is. And when things now are happening as adults, it's just I don't know, just something doesn't translate. That's a good point. As well, the losers, the mystery's gone. Yeah, because you know what it is. Yeah, uh, I I didn't think about that. I guess I was still sort of on the. It almost felt for me like it was one continuous story. I think because that I saw to the them fact so that close when, to each other, right? And but they I, had two years, two years to do this movie, and I was just like, "What happened? That why? Why such? A, for me, I really was sad over the fact that I felt such a huge drop off in interest, in quality, in focus." in scariness i thought the first one had some legit scary stuff and this one the attempts at scariness were just like almost goofy like it was almost like roger rabbit looking animations with the eyes and the fact that everything flopped and got all like weird like oil oily i don't even know how to describe it but we'll get into just some mild mild spoilers if you don't mind you don't right but before i get down a rabbit hole Mm -hmm. you had something you wanted to say i can tell (laughs) Well, I, I just think that like when we were watching the second movie, I continually kept thinking how it's very much a, a remake of the first one. Almost, I don't want to say beat by beat, but a lot of the things are happening again in the same way, in the same sequence, to the same characters, just they're now older. And the the thing that is happening to them is just slightly different. And so I felt like, it definitely lost some of that because I felt like it wasn't creative in its own right. Like it didn't do anything new 
yeah. from the first one. But at the same time, it also made it feel very much a continuation of the first one just because it felt so similar. It was more like a 1.5. And I know because it, they yeah. come from one book in a, in a way, right? Yes. And so it all is a continuation. Like Am I right? Like 1,200 pages of it or something, yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. It just felt like I was watching the same thing again because most of the whole thing really is them for some stupid ass reason going out alone to find these quote tokens oh that was brutal and that part was they had to go back to scary situations so it's just them remembering so you see them as kids and scary things happen and then they're in that situation again as an adult yeah and then with very much pretty much the same outcome they're never really in danger yet they get haunted and there's like a spooky visual but like I said, the visuals weren't even spooky. Like the old lady in the apartment, it was just like cheesy, bro. Like it was just like goofy, and like it wasn't even scary. Like the eyes were all like weird looking. And like I said, just looked like some like some bad animation from thirty years ago. Well, see that particular scene, and granted, yes, we're doing spoilers, but the scene where she's in the old apartment and the old woman turns into like this. They did this thing where a lot where something will come out of wherever it is very fast yeah like towards just the rush camera at you yeah they did that the constantly camera. they did do it constantly but i have to admit the old woman the way she just changed and morphed as she did that i actually got goosebumps that was the only oh. time that i was like whoa that was freaking creepy i think it was the best example of what we we're talking about of the many that there were but it still didn't scare me it's, um, it just happened all the time yeah and the clown i don't know it's like the the guy who was playing the clown he just looked like he knew he was being gonna get defeated he just never was his name was it scar scar yeah Bill alexander scar no alexander Skarsgård's kid say that 10 times fast okay. yeah his name is bill um yeah he just i don't know he just looked nobody really looked invested in what they're doing save for bill Hader uh as you he know great trash mouth um and then the I, I didn't catch the actual guy's name. There's a lot of nobodies in this movie, minus James McAvoy and Bill but, Hader. Well, there's and well, Ch- Chastain, Jessica Chastain. But uh, the they're, guy who played they're big. I mean, they were they're in big movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you know, bit parts, some but kind big of movie. TV shows. Yeah. And then you had yeah a few no names. And then the guy who was playing Eddie, the uh, obsessive compulsive guy right. with the mom issues, he he almost looked like like a miniature Christian Bale to me. In the, okay. like he kind of looked like no if you picture um <laughs> what's his name from american psycho okay and uh i mean i guess i can see it yeah he got i just kept seeing a miniature american psycho patrick bateman uh that's what's his character's name right. but uh he was funny and he went all out but yeah just the movie was corny at times and then like the guy who's the the teenage killer who got brainwashed by Pennywise to do killings for him and he gets bailed out of the mental institute because a ghost pulls up in a Camaro playing rock music what was that uh it wasn't a ghost it was a zombie oh of course yeah and like so is this real or is like what was that and it just never felt like anything really mattered in this movie like yeah just do whatever and say whatever and it felt like a clip show on top of a three-hour movie like yes let's like it was just not it, it was it, it, it didn't it felt flow like a miniseries it was start together. stop start stop uh, show this real time footage and then show the same thing happening 27 Flashback. years. Yeah. yeah. And then the story with like, Oh, Mike, God bless him. He, that guy tried um, being like the, the, the guy who organizes everything and like just 
that's all it takes. Everyone just needs to get one call and they're back in. 27 years later and yet they're well, all... it's kind of weird that they don't remember No, it, and you remember he's like, who? Back? And yet the, that night they're all partying and hanging out, like recanting. Right. I'm like, there was a, just a disconnect between their separate lives and then just one night later, I'm like, and what happened to your guys' jobs, families? Like everything just got put on hold. By the way, they're all very successful. Yeah. Literally, writing movies for Warner Brothers. Yeah. One person is... The 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 woman Jessica Ch- uh, Beverly was her name. Yeah, was married to some very rich guy who reminded um, her of her dad. Uh, Bill Hader's character was a stand-up comedian. I mean, these yeah, are he like has an agent. These are people who are very successful in real life and yeah. also recognizable. Yeah. Apparently, they just I don't know. I, uh, they did well for themselves for kids with a lot of trauma. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it just them the the reunion just didn't work and then it felt a little fake the um, the the attempted explanation at the story of like the indian people and oh my god that was just they might as well not even said anything like look we're just gonna have to yell at him really loud when we got him in the cave that's what we got to do well they kind of and how is that building still standing i'm sorry there's like a portal to alien hell with the bright lights and yet that building's still just on the corner magically yeah, still that, abandoned 27 years later, apparently. Yeah. Well, and everything who in this tries ta- to go tear it down dies. Yeah and, right? yeah, and then all you have to do is like, if there's something that reminds you of your childhood, just go there because it'll still be yeah, there. The gotta, theater I mean, is yeah. still there 27 years it's later. It's a scary the, movie uh, It just about a killer clown from outer space. You have to sustain, suspend disbelief in some situations. If, if this was all I saw, if this was like all that we got, I'd be like, oh, this is just a, a crap movie. I think the reason I still feel like, oh, yes, this is a crap movie is only because of same guy. Same, a lot of the same people in the first one, which was so good. And like I said, and I a knew top it was going to cast. Yeah. And I knew it was going to be a little less because it's inherently the second part of the story. They always are. Yeah. And, but it was just like, what happened? See, it, I, I did not think it was as bad as you did. Oh, and I fully, but I, I totally get it. It was too long. It way was too long. Way too long. Unforgivably Almost long. Three hours for that movie. Dude, dude, I was getting antsy. Well, we were also in a shit situation in that theater. True. Um, it was teen date night. Oh my god! Ugh. Oh, and the kid behind us, yeah, I, who just we, kept I, on chewing popcorn in all our years with an open movies mouth? together, talking to his friend. We've never, between, individually or collectively, correct me if I'm wrong, never had to actually shush someone. Oh, I did. I had to turn around and shush the kid. Yeah. So this was okay. <laughs> it's bad. This was funny, the kid. But just shut so the hell he, up. At the beginning, he obviously saw the first one. So he's so at the beginning to his buddy. of this. No, I think it was like his sister. Oh, okay. And so every cool. time somebody would show sister. up, he would be like, oh, that's the girl from the first movie. We know who that is. And every single time they would show a new character, he would whisper to his sister, whoever that was, who that person was from the first movie. The funniest one is when like, it shows Mike, mm-hmm. and he <laughs> leans over and he goes, that's the black kid from the first movie. <laughs> There's only one black guy. There's a literally only one black guy in both movies. Of course oh. it is. <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, this kid was just, like 10 too, man. What the hell is he doing after, in this dude, super after, violent movie? After what? See, see, the movie was 10 and a half hours. So I'd say yeah. about after six hours of the movie, he actually I turned, turned around. He turned 11. Yeah, the kid, the ten year old turned eleven after this movie. Was I done. turned around and I shushed him just because he just kept on talking and you know, and we kept looking back, like giving him like hints and yep. like no, like, he was not picking up on it. No, poor kid. But even though I shushed him and he did quiet down, he still kept chewing popcorn with his mouth open. Yeah, I wanted to reach back and just slap that shit out of his hands. Uh, but I didn't. Bloody stools. And then you had all those teenagers laughing in the corner. 
and checking their phone every five minutes. And what were they doing? Like a Chinese file drill? Like every five minutes, one had to get up and walk to the end of the aisle and then come back. (laughs) What are we doing? Uh, We were the only adults in there. I honestly (laughs) felt like I was in a daycare. (laughs) Like these were my kids. And uh, it was awkward. That aside, it didn't enhance the movie at all. Um, Can we talk about the ending real quick? So before we wrap up? Yeah, I do want to give like a really strong passionate promo at the end of this so don't let me forget that okay okay but ending the, i was glad when it ended. the ending was stupid as shit ending was horrible <laughs> the was guy, so okay bad. can i tell you the guy ben the the fat kid turned ugly duckling swan guy of course because that's what every hot guy who was fat has to be um when he's so nothing's real of course this is all just imagined this is all just like he's just creating this fear phantasm over them but when he's about to like basically drown in rock and rubble right i, I didn't even understand what that was he starts reciting the that was poem. dirt but yes dirt yeah <laughs> i could rock prefer and rubble what is rock and rubble oh uh, it sounds when, like a uh, cool when version barney, of music barney rubble plays the guitar <laughs> it's a it's a cover of rock and robin mm, yeah. got it rock and rubble <laughs> uh, barney rubble is better than this movie but when the guy starts reciting his poem to the girl yeah i'm like really this is the time for that not like hey tell my wife i love yeah. her or something like that like uh Midnight skies burn bright. And she in your reached eyes. out of the bathroom <laughs> to pull him out of. What the was going on there? That ending would n- the ending would not end. But see, that's not what bugged me. Okay, take your pick. What bugged me? Okay, so I thought the. Okay, they tried to do the whole um, Native American chant thing to 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 capture the this, its essence in the little, the little bucket, thing, the ceremonial bucket that you then, which it was cheesy, but then you then find out like. Hey, that didn't work before. But, He's like, right. well, I thought it would He's work still this time. Alive. And so I thought it was, I thought it was okay that they uh. took a cheesy thing and they sh- were like, why would you try that? It never worked. Oh yeah, huh? And so I thought that was okay because I, uh, you know, they kind of threw that on its head. You, but is this then, is after they burned the artifacts. That yes. Ultimately yeah. When, had no power and made an but, hour yeah, worth and of then, plot. Useless. And then Pennywise is like, oh, Mike, but you didn't tell them, did you? It didn't work last time. And he's like, well, I thought if we just believed. <laughs> Which was cheesy, but that's, that's like, the thing, right? That's they the were, wrinkle in time yeah. logic. Just believe. Just No, it was love. Oh, love. Yes, oh, love can cure cancer what, or whatever. What can belief do then? Apparently um, not shit in this movie. But in this case, they were like, oh, we have to make him small. We just had to yell at and him. We just have to yell at him and bully him and call him a clown. Yeah, and say we're not afraid. Yeah. How common You're is that? adopted. Yeah. <laughs> and here Dude, is... It, and then he just... He like goes to attack them and he just like physically and can't. And it's like that's that can't be it. Like that, that can't be it. It was it, chapter two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, it just it was so and he physically got small. It what a fizzle. The movie just fizzled at the end. I actually was hoping for the movie's sake that he would get small. But then you find out he was just tricking them. Yeah. And making them feel like he, they had power for a second, and then he just like does something while they're all close to him and rallied around him and it didn't happen he was legitimately like just this like squishy little baby now yeah that's uh the cgi was off too and no better time exemplified than in a scene like that the cgi was oh, just, really i didn't uh, I th- ever I, notice that man maybe i was just i think you're i was honestly half time, in half in half no out i know you were by the end of the well by halfway through that movie i was just ready for it to end um yeah that <laughs> you're ending probably was, ready for it to end like an hour into it and then <laughs> I just, I was like, okay, funny jokes every 15 to 20 minutes. 
Cool. That was about. I my... will admit that the jokes. So I know you they didn't seemed out of place. Though. You That's you the think thing. they were out of place? Like I he just stabs the guy it. in the head. and He's like, "That was overdue." I'm like, "That yeah, was a funny joke," but like, yeah, but the, the... no one would say that after stabbing a guy in the head. But he's a stand-up comedian, and so so he... stand-up comedians just kill freely. He and make he jokes? he always tries to make jokes to lighten the mood. True. And so he literally kills a guy. Says that was overdue get it because we're in a library and then he just throws up because it just that was that was actually he, because like even though he's trying to make light of it maybe just the realization the of what physical yeah his physical okay. response i, I, I forgot that he threw up afterwards, and so, so like pretty funny i appreciated the fact that that his character tried but still couldn't yeah. stop him from just i don't know i just remember being legitimately creeped out and had the sense of wonder and mystery even though i know the story and Someone could easily say to me on that note, well, if you know the story, then why are you unhappy with how this really played out? Because critical consensus, fan perception, this was a very faithful adaptation to the second half of King's book. But except it the, just it didn't work. Except the child orgy. It, yeah, that's true. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've, I've known about that yeah. for years, um, which was... So weird. Yeah. I don't get the picture version in that case. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, it just it still didn't translate well and the way they did the things that they did just didn't work for me. And it was just too long and it was boring. And I don't know. It was, it's just disappointing. Talk about just, yeah, a, I agree. It, it basically is like after Godfather two critical consensus, one of the best movies out there. Right. Then be like, Oh, I can't wait to see where they're going to go in the third one. Oh, this is what well, at least did. you had a number two, which was good, but not as good. Yeah. So it was a stepping stone downward, I guess. I mean, three was a cliff though, I guess, yeah, but, but just, ultimately just a real disappointment and i think that, and there's that, that they're a victim s- of their own success if that yes. is the pervasive thought and look you know even though rotten tomatoes as a for instance between critical and fan they're both demonstrably a step down than the first one and like i said there was going to be some inherent little differential based on the fact that i feel like that's always the case though when you have a really good first start to mm-hmm. it and everybody loves it and then if it doesn't if it doesn't live up to it just by association it gets knocked down 10 points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. by that disappointment factor. I'm not going to say F, but I'm not going to give it anything higher than like a D plus. Like if I was to grade it. So, so like we're a, going a, from numbers to letters now. I'm trying to, <laughs> okay. well, between the two things, I don't know what else to give it. So four stars out of 10. All right. I mean, that's <laughs> still a scale of one to 10. It's just, <laughs> It was a D. It was a D movie. D effort all around, except for it was the so performances bad. It was of double D's. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Can I wait? I want you to ask me what I thought of it real quick. What'd you think of it? Call me Steve though when you ask me. Okay. What'd you think of it, Steve? I'll tell you something, Brandon. I love your podcast. If you put the letters SH in front of it, chapter two, that's exactly my opinion on this movie. It was shit. Chapter two. I don't know why I wanted to do that. I just wanted to say. Cool. Yeah. Um, shit. Wow, your improv classes are working great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Your yeah. sensitivity training is not though. No, Fuck not you. doing well. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would I mean, I don't know how to translate from your letter to my number, but um I would actually give it Hold on, a, I got a I got a scale. I would actually give it a seven, seven point five ish. On a scale of twenty, I hope. On a scale of ten. Because I Ugh. was not totally disappointed with this. <laughs> okay. And it was long and I felt like it was long, but I also was entertained by it. You're talking about a penis or? Yeah. <laughs> it was long. I felt like it was long and I was entertained by it. You're totally talking <laughs> it's what about. what I do on, on, uh, in my uh, free time. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, can we talk about Mindhunters? No. Oh, okay. We already did. 
Let's talk about video games. Let's talk about video games. So what are you playing right now? Oh, hey, thanks for asking. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. Uh, I am playing... So I hijacked a copy of your Overwatch because I got rid Dude, of mine. Um, do you want to tell that story to everybody? How you physically broke your copy because you didn't want to ever play it again and then you borrowed mine? Well, it had been like three months. It, I had last played in April. So that's a third of a year. So give me some credit. And yeah. I, yeah, no, that's how that's how like AA works. They're like, you know what? It's been three months. You can have a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I meant to bring it back tonight because uh, the only intention I had behind it is because I'm really kind of burnt out on Apex. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's, it's been fun. I just need a break. And I'm like, basically, I wouldn't mind playing something to get me from two weeks ago to basically right now when we could start playing Gears of War 5, which became available thanks to Xbox Games Pass Ultimate, which is a really awesome deal right now. It's $2 for two months. Seriously, do it. And then just put a reminder on your phone to cancel uh, the or subscription. Or don't, because it, honestly, it's there's still a, a good lot value. of good games. Dude, okay. So... I'll get back to that in a second. Um, but they're awesome right now. And then now, at the time of this recording, by the time this is out, if we put some effort into it, Borderlands 3 is going to be out. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm, you can have Overwatch back so it can collect dust again. Totally fine. One day, if you had ever decide to dust off, it'll be there. Don't like Overwatch. It's still the same bullshit. But I really like Gears it's 5. It's toxic. So yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's fine. It's just always going to be from here on out. There's no... And they're trying all these new things. Like, they're locking in that 2 2 2 They're getting rid of the GOATS comp. So you can't play six healers or three tanks, three healers. Interesting. Or four damage, whatever. They're locking it in so that if you're playing competitively, it has to be 2-2-2 two, two, two now. I'm like, that's a little okay. esoteric, but I get it. Whatever. I don't care. You can have it back. It's the same bullshit. Like one out of every 10 games was actually fun. Not saying just based on one or loss, but just as far as interactions. and Right. It's like, dude, I've been playing this game for three years. You don't have to be like, get on the point. It's like, really? Is that the point? I, I didn't know. Yeah. No, I thought I was supposed to find Waldo, idiot. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> God. I don't know how to... Uh... I don't know how to fix a situation like that. You d- there's no fixing it. You learn there, to adapt. You just, you just honestly, you just move on. I just you turned just my mic off at a few games. points when some people are like, "What are you doing?" Like, you know, there's all these at that time, team just captains. Just go back to quick play without a mic. Yeah, exactly. And just, but at that point, why even play? Because there's better shit out there. So, all that to say, I got on for a few weeks. Really, no effort put into it. Fine. But you're cool. on gears now. Yeah, just start up gears. And how do you like it? It's really good. It's everything I was so far. Hour in preface. But I'm already feeling more of a connection to this game than I was Gears 4. Gears 4 was awesome because it followed, you know, um, you know, Gears 3 was really the last in the original trilogy. Then they, you know, went off topic a little bit and did Judgment, the prequel kind of thing, um, as far as our timeline. Right. And Judge, they, Judgment and 4 were probably the, the lower points lower of, of points the series of the for franchise. me. Yeah, 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 I agree. And 4 wasn't bad. And it had a good story for the most part, and then it just ended so abruptly. And I just remember feeling like I'm just fighting these robots for like the first half of the game, and then when it started cooking story-wise, um, gameplay was always there. Uh, the introduction of new weapons, liked it, all that good stuff. And then right when the story was getting cooking, I'm like, and it's over. So I'm like, oh, okay, cliffhanger. And I really feel like five so far is everything that I've wanted four to what I wanted four to be. And then we'll see how that if that holds up throughout the. The duration of the game. Mm-hmm. I know I've we've got a long ways to go. I heard the campaign played, is about like twelve eh, ish, fifteen yeah. hours ish. So I'm only like an hour in. I've played I've played several hours of it, mm-hmm. and I I feel like uh, there's something that drives me to keep playing this one a lot more than the previous game. Yeah. So when we were talking, 
was it was I talking with you or I don't remember. Um, but I was talking to somebody about oh. Gears Four, and I legitimately couldn't remember if I played it. I think you know I think oh yeah it was a different no, was, person was it you that was me I don't know you all look the same <laughs> all you Brandons but I I was I was talking to you and I was saying you know I honestly do not remember anything from from number four but I can remember one two and three pretty well yeah and I think it's something about them kind of etched themselves in my brain well, four just, just didn't it was just sort of forgettable and I only realized that I played it when I saw the um, recap. Yeah. At the beginning of this. And I was like, oh, dude, I totally played all of that. I remember it now. Yeah. But there's something about this one that feels different. I like Kate, the character you play as. Yeah, who's really stepping into that main role now. The actress who plays her and voices her does a very good job. For sure. And so there's something, yeah, I, I, I like this one. I think that it still feels very much like a core game, like a core Gears game. As far as gameplay? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's unmistakably a Gears game. They didn't try to do anything too crazy, but then they do have some areas that are a little bit more open world. Yeah, and they're trying to exp- they have a promote little- exploration more than before, and kind of side missions, kind of like ish. I don't know if you're are you into the snow area yet? No, not yet. But I, I've already you know seen some footage, okay. so I, I know what you're gonna say. So and- yeah, there's a there's a part where you're in a what they call a skiff vehicle, yeah. um, and it's a very wide open snowy area. And you can kind of drive up to a building and then it starts sort of the secondary mission. Yeah. And it's like, you know, go inside, figure out what the story is there. And I I like that. It's very uh, surface level. There's no such thing as a deep secondary mission in this. Yeah, just picking up like a new weapon, basically killing some extra enemies. Getting a jack upgrade. That's like literally it. Oh, and that's another thing for the gameplay. That is cool. Because it's so constant, you know. You you have a skill tree finally in this game, sort of, by crafting and collecting, but not for your character, but it affects whatever character you're playing as and the NPCs on there with you because you're always running in packs uh-huh. of two or four. You know, that's yeah. kind of like a gear staple, uh, whether you're split up or there's four of you on screen. But and it's just enough to feel different. Yeah. Just enough to feel different and than I, the previous I'd games. I'd say yeah. it, it's, you know, sometimes when by the, f- well, technically this is number five in the chronology, but the sixth entry in the franchise right. You know, it feels like, oh, they've lost themselves. They haven't lost themselves. Or sometimes you can say, oh, it feels like they're doing too much or this is too different. I think this is just enough to introduce a new dynamic, but without it being the focus of the game. Right. It's just gameplay an enhancement. Gameplay doesn't feel different. No. And it's so smooth, man. I mean, just again, in and out of cover. It's a very smooth game. It's it's a really great experience. I'll admit the gameplay has been refined, but I've been having a handful of glitches. Sure. Like, I think, though, and I'm saying this not to like throw shade, I think it's really time for you to upgrade your Xbox, though, because you're just, yeah, but the, you're dealing my Xbox is not going to make it so that when I kneel down to pick up ammo, it never picks it up. It just constantly lets me press the button to pick it up. I wonder, like you know what I mean, like little things like that are improved on a, game, a new console, system. though. No, <laughs> the console uh, make it you go don't faster, know but you don't know that though. I do. That's mm. not how glitches work. Okay, because it's not a glitch in like the frame rate; it's a glitch in the gameplay. Is what I'm saying. I like it's not graphics, it's not frame rate. Anyway, okay. yeah, I don't like your Xbox, though. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, okay, thank you. Yeah, 
Your birthday is coming up pretty soon. It would be so cool. So if you want to buy me a new one. No, I'm not going to buy you a new one. I'm just Well, then say, why are you bringing that up? Well, would you like me to tell you or would you like to interrupt? No, I want you to buy me a new one. I'm not going to do that. Here's what I would suggest, though. I would contribute to a new one. Instead of like, like hey, here's birthday. How about here's your birthday? <laughs> you know, hey, here's a birthday. But like, you can just be like, hey, everyone, you know what? Don't get me anything for my birthday. I'm an adult. I can get my own stuff. But if you feel like showing up or contributing, um, I'm going to just take money for a new Xbox. Like, seriously, do that. But the but the Scarlet's going to come out when twenty twenty. Yeah, so get it then. Trade in. But your, I, that's the thing. It's trade like, in an X for then, and you put like three hundred dollars down towards it. But see, I'd rather just get a Scarlet. Gears of War Five is pretty good. Yeah, we got off topic. <laughs> My bad. That's I, I steered us there. No, sorry. I, I, so yeah, Gears. I is can't great. wait to finish it though. You you I, know this. Anyone who knows me knows you're a this. Gearhead. I like it's my favorite franchise, probably of all time. Um, and it's gonna make a badass movie if they ever do it right. Oh, it will. Yeah. Well, I don't. Uh, I don't know. Knowing how video game movies. And though. how are you gonna capture that like, you know, brutal lunk of characters with those very signature voices? Like Marcus Phoenix, his voice is just very signature. And the moment somebody else plays him, nah. That's true. How do you how do you translate that? Uh, you CGI it and just do a limited yeah, DVD release. Maybe, maybe that's that, how you that do it. That would be cool. So, Anyways, I'm really excited to play this. And there's this whole, I don't know, other component, this whole half-life of the game called multiplayer, which I haven't even dipped into. I'm not really like anxious because I always get slaughtered Dude, it's when it's PvP. So, so that's why you just got to do horde mode or uh, some form of whatever is you know um, a team of three or four versus the computer. Because at least, uh, cheers, you stand a better chance that way. But yeah, you and I are not the kind of players who have a high kill to death ratio in any really multiplayer game, let alone gears. I get right. demolished, but sometimes I still have fun. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to kick. I might kick into that after I'm done with it. You and kicking today, man. Dude, you're the kicking chicken. Dude, I fucking kick it you, all the time. You're kicking it with mind hunters. <laughs> so speaking of kicking, yeah, uh, I'm also playing ass. devil may cry five, which again, which com- I don't think he actually kicks, Wait, so kicks ever. I'm going to interrupt you real quick, but tying into that, Xbox Games Pass is awesome. When I got it yeah. last year, when I wanted to play Sea of Thieves with you because I didn't want to pay $6 that for it. That was a smart move. Who was right on that one? Um, not that it was a competition, but it was like really limited and the feature itself was kind of shitty and it was really now slow you get, downloads. You get board, I got Borderlands for, for, I don't want to say for free because I'm paying monthly subscription, but, but it's without there, it's Gears, I was paying a monthly subscription. Well, look at Metro Exodus. Uh, we collectively bought that together just now not that there. long ago and it's already there. And they're... The releases are getting bigger, and there's not just these small indie ones that you don't really want to play, even though they have they're still share of those. Fun retroactive titles like Resident Evil 4 is on there. Heck yeah, I would love to play Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 4 on my Xbox. Last time I played it was on it Game doesn't Game. work. I actually I, I, you you mentioned that. I so know, I, but still. I did download that to to start playing, and I I just wanted to play the beginning. You know the the village scene, yeah. the village scene that is like just gripping in my mind as like one of the best things in video game history. Yeah. And I tried to play it, and it's so so hard to play. It's like so two thousand. You know how, you know how in that game, the the I'm gonna call them zombies, even though they're kind yeah, of, they're Las not Plagas. zombies. They're less plugas. How they'll run at you until you point your gun at them, and then they stop and walk, Ooh, and then, right? Yeah. And I always thought that was a weird mechanic, and I finally realized it's because the mechanics are so limited; yeah. it'd be near impossible to hit them with sure. your weapon. If they're running at you. It just makes you appreciate what it was in its time. Oh, totally. It's yeah. still... It's a top five in my, game for me. In my like, video game history, one of my top tens is easily. 
Yeah, I give it top five. Me too. Um, but all that to say is Xbox Games Pass, especially this new look Ultimate version they have, is freaking amazing. It, they're like really like on top of it, and it's such a good value right now. And I'm not talking about just the promo to, like, code. Dip your toes into so many games that you would never otherwise get a chance which to. Which now include Devil May Cry Five, which was yeah. like, which will be a That's consensus a full-on game. Yeah, That's and that will be a consensus, consensus, consensus top ten game when a lot of these professional viewer game viewing video game reviewing websites at the end of the year do their top 10 list i guarantee you and like ign for hunter. instance gave it 9.5 monster hunter was last year but yes well but it's but still, still it's a like, good big but i game. mean it is like a people love that game. i i do not like that game that much it, i i you feel like if i were to well done. what's that you can admit it's crafting i can it's, yeah, yeah it's just um, never something that resonated I, with me personally too either deep i think into the system it's like a it's, it's a like a bethesda game or like vacuum. a witcher you know like a, yeah it's a time suck and I just don't have the time. Yeah. And so I, I wanted something more of a quick bite size and that game is absolutely not that. Feel you. So, but anyway, there's like a lot of smaller games, indie games I've played. Um, the Blair Witch, I just downloaded that last yeah. night. I can't wait to start playing that. Just these fun yeah, little I games. Yeah, I started that. Yeah, I just, when I, when I remember last spring when I first got it and I just did like the three month uh, promo for like five bucks, whatever it was. I was just like, this is underwhelming. Like, I don't even feel like this was worth the five it, bucks. It took it them a while to get. But they're they're hitting a good yeah. stride right now, and the catalog is awesome. Very cool deal. So I'm glad you're playing Devil May Cry Five. Cheesy fun, right? We that was kind of like the consensus when it was out, what, like April or May of this year. Mm-hmm. But like, really well done. Really fun action, though repetitive. Yeah. I'm sure it is repetitive, but it's fun. It's a good. I mean, it's supposed to be a ridiculously right. stupid action game, and it hits that perfectly. Yeah. So we're running out of time here. That means we should finish. Yeah. All over. So what we always do at the end of every episode is one of us will read the other, a sh- what we call a shadow of the synopsis. But we usually say it with a little more passion. I'm going to read, Brandon, a synopsis here. You weren't really catching on. Nope. Okay. What okay. Are, what are the postal abbreviations for Oklahoma? Okay. I can imagine like the the lady who wanted the postal abbreviation for Oklahoma like dying like with her dying wish like tell me what the postal abbreviation for Oklahoma is gonna be and like her husband like as his final like son of he's like dear it's gonna be okay <laughs> <laughs> and she's like no just tell me ah. yeah, and she died never knowing <laughs> you bitch okay here's your synopsis Brandon. okay our main character is pulled via a time warp almost a century into the future. He attempts to return home, but instead ends up traveling to alternate universes. Mm-hmm. To his dismay and bewilderment, he finds the bodies of dead versions of himself in mm. many of the Earths that he travels to, all slain by similar double puncture wounds. He soon learns that a very powerful vampire-like family called the Inheritors are traveling from universe to universe, killing and literally sucking the life force out of the different versions of him. Knowing that sooner or later they will come for him and accepting that he cannot defeat them alone, he travels through space and time to warn and recruit the otherworldly versions of himself to build an army. They learn of a prophecy that says that protecting, quote, the other, the bride, and the scion are the keys to winning the battle against the inheritors, giving them just enough of a chance. With this knowledge, they must work together to utilize their unique characteristics and defeat the inheritors. <laughs> Are you laughing because you have no idea? I have no clue. In fact, I think you're stupid because this isn't made up, but it might as well be for my understanding of this. Um, it's not Blade. 
it's not into the spider verse just talking about like multiples of oneself <laughs> and vampires those are like the only is it into the blade verse mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> into the blader verse <laughs> oh no uh so you're giving up you don't no 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 you want to just name something yes i want to name you king of stupid town (laughs) (laughs) is that right yeah Um, is it a movie sort of sort of okay i I, not this no this story is not is not a movie okay um i have no idea um so I'm officially giving up, but just give me a okay, hint I'll now, retroactively. Hint. Uh, it's a comic book. Doesn't no, help. Nosferatu and pals. Um, you have already mentioned it here tonight. Mm-hmm. The shit. Mind hunters starting out. <laughs> cool J lights <laughs> out. This uh. is into the Spider Verse. This is the comic book version. Oh shit! Did I really mention it? And you it, did. So you I guessed it just without knowing that I that guessed it. That didn't count as a guess because you said it's not. I said it. We never Spider-verse. said you have to identify your guess. We were like, here's my guess. This and you is... have to, no, 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 no. You're not Regis Philbin going, is that your final answer? I said it. I just didn't know that I said it with yeah, you the right answer. Yeah, you didn't get it, dude. Really? Yeah, Vampires? So this, is the, this is the real story of the, in, of the Spider-Verse. Crazy, right? I want to read this now. And... The Spider-Man who we follow from the, mm-hmm. our Earth is actually Doctor Octopus, Doctor Doctor Octopus, <laughs> in uh, Peter Parker's body. At, so he so he calls himself the Superior Spider-Man, and he's a dick in the comics. Oh yeah, because he just is an egomaniac, and he treats everybody like shit, and but he and he thinks he is smarter than everybody, which he kind of is. Anyway, yeah, that's the, this is the story of the Spider Verse. So I had no Suck. idea that that was the case why don't you redeem yourself by giving us our final thing which is our awesome quote in geek history okay so this is from into the spider verse <laughs> the comic book it's when um no uh one of my favorite movies of all time it is top five for me both back when it was released in 2000 and still to this day it's gladiator and this is the reveal when um well basically maximus lets commodus know that he's coming for him check it out why doesn't the hero reveal himself and tell us all your real name? You do have a name. My name is Gladiator. How dare you show your back to me? Slave! Will you remove your helmet and tell me your name? My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the North, general of the Felix Legions, loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Just hearing that clip makes me just want to watch the rest of that entire scene and that movie i love gladiator yeah one of my favorite movies and just that scene in particular uh when you do go watch it the facials uh not the kind you're used to but uh, like on the actor's faces still not the kind you're used to (laughs) but the music how it pumps up and just the emotion behind that scene awesome movie and holy crap 
20 years later, Joaquin Phoenix is still doing it. Can't wait to talk about the Joker some more when that comes out. We got to talk about mm-hmm. D23. We got to talk about a lot of stuff, but we're out of time. So we'll talk to you again soon. Check us out on Twitter at Get random it. fandom yep. WBB. That's correct. And email us, email us a lot. Random fandom cast at gmail.com. We're done. Bye. Love you. Thanks for being a fan of our fandom. <laughs> Stay geeky.